what is up everybody this here is the brand brand spanking new not even really new because it's like we took like a long ass break uh this is, i'm calling this like season two of the open bar for content creators podcast uh and just a little give you a little bit of ex- explanation of what's been going on since i haven't uploaded like an episode on the audio end or on the youtube end uh the video end um just you know just you go through the motions of you know making content whether it's like making you know video game let's plays or you know discussion topics on like comics or anime or whatever and you know i'm just going through the motions and then like at i think uh as the guests will like you know will probably agree at some point like we we get burnt out in terms of making content uh so you kind of want to take a little break and that's what i did with the podcast and i also have a second second podcast that i do as well so that actually took a break as well and that break became like the entire basically the entire year maybe most of 2019 so now i'm trying to you know rev it back up trying to revive the podcast because you guys you guys are listening i see the numbers out there um you guys are listening or watching and i, pr- I really appreciate the, all the support uh but yeah we're gonna try to do uh open this back up again just interviewing content creators out there uh you know i think that are interesting and uh they have you know i just want to hear their journey and how they came about like what how do they come about with this idea and then how like what are they doing now and like just all the stuff in in between so today i have uh gabriel here uh he's part of the company known as cobra Kawaii. you might have seen a lot of their shirts that are out there in these like the anime conventions like just in just social media because they're like they're killing it on that end because like I, I look at those shirts i'm like oh man that's super cool and it's it's really in the culture and i really really enjoy the stuff that they do so gabriel how you doing today yeah that's cool i'm good man i'm good i'm good so this is this is actually a take two because i recorded one uh, uh another interview like last week everything was all fine we had good conversation but yet some setting in my audio didn't capture any of my conversation so it was just the guest talking and i was like oh <laughs> oh yes no it's always something uh so yeah so but i got everything down here uh my my audios is set like they ca- it's capturing right now so hopefully there's no issues with this one because i hate <laughs> hate to bu- hate to bug the people that i'm interviewing it's like, oh sorry we got to do it again and then you know maybe not, it won't capture that same en- essence you know this as the first time but we'll do what we can yeah. yeah we'll do what we can uh for this one so yeah um so gabriel uh tell us about like the reason why i have you here because because you and uh, you and a, 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 a group of friends have created the company called Cobra Kawaii. So, like, before before we get into that, um, what we're doing right here on the video end is we're playing a lot of videos that uh, this basically is the uh, the pre-birth of Cobra Kawaii. And we're just showing, like, the stuff that, that you guys were talking about in, like, terms of, like, uh, the do's and don'ts of anime conventions. I guess it's stuff back, back then in, like, 2010, 2012 around that range so. yeah it's like very old videos yeah. when me and chris look like babies <laughs> yeah yeah I see, <laughs> I see the no beard and all that stuff so you guys yeah yeah we're all we were all younger at that back then back yeah. in that, those years but yeah tell us about like the 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 birth of cobra Kawhi. like what did that how did that come about oh me and my best friend chris we worked at a video game warehouse um, uh, that's where we met each other and kind of became friends is, uh, through this 
uh, warehouse that was kind of like the backbone for an arcade uh, in Boston. Oh, cool. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, so it was, we always left these long, so I just want to make sure I have this right. No worries. Um, uh, so it was originally Game Universe. And uh, so Game Universe is the the arcade um, game store side of things, which was kind of like a kind of like a mom and pop kind of setup where oh, cool. you yeah. know yeah, it, but it was like it was like the illest mom and pop setup you could possibly have. Yeah. So it's kind of like you know you've got your your racks, your GameStop type racks with yeah. all the games, and come in and buy games. And then he also had my friend Jimmy, who. Um, he worked for this dude Dave uh, for the company, and then um, he like ran the store part of it. And Dave kind of ran the backbone eBay store, where the warehouse part where I worked at. Okay. And so like um, that was like the backbone. Then the company went under, and so oh. because Dave did some uh, got involved in some shady things oh, okay. happened in the company. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> they, 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 kind of wild but yeah it kind of blew up but then uh my friend jamie actually ended up taking the remnants of that and actually making a new company uh game underground which you can go in uh waltham mass mm-hmm. um they're, they're set up down there once uh corona's all over it's really awesome jamie's like one of my most awesome friends who i've known since i was 14. Mm-hmm. gave me my like one of my first jobs at uh gamestop when I was 14. But so me and Chris worked at the warehouse part, and me and Chris were always talking about like, um, we've always wanted to create things. We just did, you know, he was into screen printing. I was interested in screen printing. Yeah. I actually started doing stuff first through like martial arts tricking and soul tricker. And it was kind of like, uh, I was playing around with that. And then he ended up. We, we started going to conventions together and like I guess the kind of like the pre-setup was we were trying to figure out stuff we could do together mm-hmm. and so we we at first we were trying to do a, I was thinking YouTube channel but it was like pretty early in YouTube channel days yeah like 2000 it, like, like late 2000s was still pretty early in it so i didn't really know how to do a youtube channel yet yeah it was, it was pretty wild to, like, yeah and i didn't know how to create content just yet so the only thing i could think of was uh and it always happens every single time i always like do one thing and it blows up and i can't figure out how to keep going with it <laughs> yeah. so that's, that's, thing that's, was, uh, that's we, the struggle of uh content creating when you find like the thing that that does it for you and then like you try to either recreate it or just try to do other stuff then it's like oh you yeah. lost it yeah 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 like so our first thing was the do's and don'ts of anime cost yeah and that like and so we we did that video and we put it in a couple places and it did kept getting shared and like at the time it for us it went viral it may not be like today's version of viral mm. but like in 20 like 10 is it was per, it went decently viral for the anime community you know and now it's like almost 10,000 oh nice obviously not like 
in 2020 views it's not a big deal yeah but we we did notice we were one of the first ones to do it and now if you look around there's like tons of videos of dudes and don'ts of anime conventions yeah yeah and you guys are doing it already yeah it's kind of like our trend is we come up with an idea we don't quite capitalize on it the way we want to but it's it is we do have the idea before everybody else so <laughs> yeah creativity's there yeah there it is yeah yeah, right. yeah. It, it's yeah. It, it gets there and then like yeah you just go you're always yeah, chasing so, after it basically yeah basically that's what happened after is i kept chasing after it um we linked up with like a dude that was doing conventions mm -hmm. um he was trying to make a uh, a documentary about cosplaying. It's out there in the universe. It's bad. I don't recommend it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's badly done. It's a lot of um, handheld um, uh, footage. It's a lot of like, it looks a lot like ours, our interviews on the, our channel, but mm -hmm. our, the interviews that we did are way better lit <laughs> than a okay. lot of the videos that you have. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, it, it it it's it's tough. You if you can find it, I think it might be called Cosplayer Nation. Uh -huh. That that was the group I was part of, so I'm assuming that's what the uh, documentary is called. Okay, it's a tough watch. Um, but <laughs> basically, um, we were kind of using that to kind of get around the cons and. Basically, our whole I, our whole concept was uh, we want me and Chris. We you know we were we were like at the time we were like in our mid twenties, mm -hmm. and so like um, he's like a couple of years younger than me. He's probably like four years younger than me. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think he's that far behind me, but uh, we're both like in our mid midest twenties, and we're trying to figure out how we stay part of the um, con scene. Like, you know, as we get older without being creepy old guys, we've, we've been in cons. <laughs> like, me and him have yeah. been in con, con scenes since we were teenagers. Mm -hmm. um, like, my first con was uh, when I was 17, 18, um, just because it was, like, the first one that ever happened in Boston. And then, you know, he, I think he's, like, a year or two after that mm -hmm. and, um, uh, for being in con. So we've been around it for a, a while. So we, we, even back then... When I was a teenager, you'd see like really old dudes at cons. Yeah, they, they're still there. Just, yeah, and some of them just came off creepy. Ah, uh, okay. And okay. it wasn't like, oh, hey, this is a con. That's cool. You know, there's some there's some older people that were like totally cool. Mm -hmm. Don't come off creepy at all. But then there are some that were just like super duper creepy, and yeah. I just I didn't want to be like that. I want to still somehow be connected and not be creepy so i think the idea we came up with was create some kind of content that made sense to be stay in it whether it's art or merchandise or something just like some way you you you're giving something while taking something so mm -hmm. that was kind of like our initial idea we just kind of figure out how to do that okay. so like um we did the interviews for a good couple of years Two to three years, I would say we were doing like on and off doing interview stuff. Mm -hmm. um, we maybe even like just two years. It was 2010, 11, 12. Yeah, somewhere probably like stopped around 2012. We were still trying to figure out stuff. Mm -hmm. And then um, one day he like 
came up to me and he was like, hey, uh, check this out. And he had printed out a shirt. And it was, um, I believe, it was uh, quiet as fuck. I'm pretty sure that was the Oh, uh, okay, one. okay, yeah. Yeah, and so we were like, oh, no, crazy, it's funny. Because at the time, no one had printed, like, people would print anime shirts and mm. do all this stuff, but no one would take the phrases we were all saying on the internet and yeah. stuff and, like, putting them on the shirt. Right. We were, like, one of the first, and, like, if you did, it was shitty. It was, like, you know, um, just, like, crappy, like, iron-on or something. Yeah. It was definitely nothing, anything high-quality. And so, like, he had learned how to um, do screen printing. Um, and so he had done this on a shirt. It was, like, a hot pink shirt mm-hmm. at the time. Oh, right, yeah, okay. And so, yeah, so we were, like, oh, yo, that's dope, that's dope. And so um, we kind of were like, oh, you should print more of these. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, yeah. So he ended up printing a few. We like kind of, you know, mom popped it at mm-hmm. his house. And like, you know, like we would like, you know, screen print it and like put it in his oven to like dry and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do what you need to do, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so and then we took those shirts. The uh, Mac Fest in 2014, I think. It was either 13 or 14. I'm uh, pretty sure it was 14 because that's mm-hmm. when we started the company officially on Facebook. That's when I first did the page. Um, so it was 2014, and Mac Fest is usually around winter time. Mm-hmm. So I, um, so we took them and we like handed out a few to our friends, and like we were given, we were we were basically giving them out out of our backpacks. So I don't even think we were selling them. Yeah, we were just like. Give them out. Yeah. And um, and so our friends were rocking them and stuff, and then it kind of like blew up uh, the backfest, and like people are like, "Whoa, we get that shirt!" Yeah. Blah blah blah, because it's like, you know, it's a hot pink shirt. You're gonna notice this thing. You yeah. <laughs> backfest is a very party oriented. Is that camera uh, pink? <laughs> yeah, video game convention, yeah. very party oriented. So we're like rocking them at parties and stuff. Like all weekend long, people are, like ask us about it and stuff, and then, um, so we did that, and um, then we also did. We ended up doing a. Um, we made the page. We oh. made the page after that. It is like we put the shirt up. Mm-hmm. It was like cool, cool. That was we didn't even. I don't, we didn't even have a story. We didn't even put up a story yet. And then um, we we're just kind of like, you know, trying to get people to like it and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then he ended up doing um uh what is it quiet in the street hentai in the street and so that's, that's the second that one yeah okay. i'm pretty sure and then um because of that that's the shirt that blew the fuck up mm-hmm. um so me and him we were administrators on the page and we were still working at um the video game warehouse at the time um, it hadn't gone under yet. We were, like a lot of this was still while we were working at the video game warehouse. Mm-hmm. And so, um, what had happened was he puts it up. I want to say the morning ish, maybe, because uh, it, it was either the morning or the night before, um, like late night before. Mm-hmm. And so what had happened is uh, we were at work and our phone started buzzing, and uh... we're like. 
crazy that that it came out like that and it's almost see I'm, I'm i'm thinking of like a wrestling term like in terms of like you guys just doing local loops right and on the conventions and just your immediate area and then just just on on the idea is like oh whatever even like well it's like we we started with just hanging out at conventions uh at our local ones but honestly we were traveling around in general just doing the whole east coast con scene uh-huh. and so like just because of that we've you know made connections and friends because a lot of our friends are like kind of like a bunch of our friends are like decently big deals in conventions oh, okay um, okay and, and so we've just like made a lot of friends through that just kind of growing up within con mm-hmm. kind of thing oh, okay um i would say like we we, we like we're in our local scene, but I would more just being around that kind of like mm-hmm. around. Okay, so are are you guys are you guys pulling back on the local scene as of right now, or just uh, maybe just focusing on a bigger mm-hmm. picture? So local scene is not a scene. Uh, like every, our local scene, we. Conventions and doing well. I shouldn't say that because we do have friends that run uh, other cons. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like on the smaller end of things, but in cons, we're really talking about big cons, like an older con type thing. Mm-hmm. We only have three cons, Massachusetts. Well, New England. I'm going to say New England because uh, we have uh, Anime Boston, which is the biggest one in uh, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. New England. Um, there's Connecticut and uh, that's in Connecticut, and there's mm-hmm. another anime con um, in New Hampshire. So those are like the big three, and mm-hmm. like their anime Boston is probably like the 
really the only one if I was going to hit one, that's the one I would aim for. Okay. But they're very weird on how they set up their convention. Um, so like when you sign up, so a lot of, a lot of, um, um, like cons there, when you sign up, it's almost like a free for all. Okay. Um, so when you, uh, it, it's like, it's almost like you, when you are, um, at one convention and you want to definitively sign up for, uh, to, uh, sell at another convention, mm -hmm. they generally have tables at different conventions and that's the 100% the best way mm -hmm. for you to be in a convention to sell. We didn't know that originally. We thought you just like, oh, hey, if you want to sign up for this convention, sign up here. And mm -hmm. we thought that was like what you did. And it kind of took us a little time to kind of figure out the ins and outs. Yeah. So if you if you see like a convention page and it's like, hey, you want to sign up and sell your stuff here, and you sign up on their website, mm -hmm. there is a <laughs> you don't know if you're gonna get it. It's it's very luck of the draw. It's like a it's like um, a queue, huh? Yeah. It is, but we're not sure because you yeah. don't you don't know what. You hope that's what they're doing. That mm. you hope that you know that's probably the most honest way of doing it. But you don't know for sure if they're legitimately doing that, or yeah. if they're like picking their friends first, and like yeah. then you end up whatever is left, and you don't know. And in, like a lot of times, what happens is those conventions. What would happen is like we wouldn't even know that we were in mm -hmm. till like the month of or like a couple of weeks before. Oh wow. So you may we may not even have stock ready because they're yeah. so late to the game about it. Yeah. And so that that was always like a problem for us. But like um so one of the big problems was uh anime Boston is also a free for all. Mm -hmm. And so it's um even though it's the biggest one and a lot of times is they would hit us up, you know, a couple of weeks before the convention. We're like, at the, especially during the early days, we mm -hmm. didn't have, uh, we didn't have like screen printed shirts by like uh, the dozen. We had to like do, we were, oftentimes we would do them overnight, late night sessions of getting stuff ready for, for Anime Boston. And mm -hmm. then, you know, you're tired and, oh no, we messed up a shirt. <laughs> it's uh, like, oh, that's got to toss that up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and man. so, like, we, it, 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 if we could do more in, in New England and felt like it was, like, giving us the money we, we wanted back, mm -hmm. I would definitely, you know, do all the conventions all the time. But sometimes, you know, like, like CCCon used to be a really popping convention. And mm -hmm. then, like, the last time I went to CCCon, I spent 500 and I don't even... I spent five hundred for the table, and mm -hmm. I don't even think I made that much money oh, back. You, you didn't get the return. <laughs> yeah, it was weird because I would never like when I would go to conventions in general. I, mm. you know, like I'm having trouble restocking certain mm. I'd like sold out of things, and it was a very, it was a very odd experience, and mm. I kind of like, it turned me off from going there because mm. I'm just, like I don't want to ever like be in the hole for five hundred. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> It was just like a very weird thing that happened. Yeah, but that's a, yeah. that's like a trial and error thing because you you don't know until you get there and you you get that experience like okay well maybe not go there next time and 
see what the next one is and maybe try that one out or, or but it's a lot it's a lot of exper- experimenting on that end would you say yeah okay okay um so as we're talking about you guys like just happenstance of like just finding this kind of this kind of this niche of like making these shirts that nobody were really making um and then you kind of expanded you were starting to you guys were starting to expand on like you know like digital content and that's in that sense like what was that like like you guys still still trying to do digital digital content or are you guys just sticking towards the shirts or like what's like what do you what do you feel as of right now as as co- the company uh in terms of like the social media like internet like you know content phase Oh, you know, like, so everything's kind of like, you know, um, since we started, everybody's kind of gone different paths. Mm-hmm. I'm out of the original group. I'm the only one that's like still around. Um, oh, okay. Uh, you know, it was, it was really a hobby, you know, at first that we kind of lucked into. Yeah. And, you know, the, the year of friends and we started a company together and a mm-hmm. company that does really well at the time. Um, it can cause a lot of conflicts. Sure. And so, um, um, so we are all friends still, um, but we've kind of like separated and like, I'm the one that like really stuck to it, mm-hmm. the Cobra, cause I just like, I feel really strongly about it. And yeah. like, you know, um, Chris, I feel like may have thought that this was kind of like, stifling his creativity because he was kind of he was stuck in a leadership role okay and i don't know if he ever i don't think he ever wanted to be the leader i think he wanted all of us to be kind of like on the same level about stuff yeah yeah but also at the same time he wants to get his ideas through Mm. but it's like tough you can't be you can't be a lot of times you can't be the leader and the creative person on a team yeah you sometimes need someone who's just the leader and then you need somebody that's just the creative people. Yeah. It's kind of like this, like we, like a lot of times it's kind of like this balance, you know, like when they talk about Republicans, Democrats and stuff like, mm-hmm. you know, de- you know, like uh, artists tend to be more liberal and like business people tend to be more, you know, right wing. Well, yeah. businesses like are one of the best places where those two ideas come together. Mm. You know, you may have someone who's more right wing, but they're the guy with the money. Yeah. They're the guy who does the numbers and like knows what you know the best deals on how to do stuff. Mm. And then they talk to the creative person, like, hey, what can we do to kind of expand this? Like, work on these ideas. And so, like, you kind of like balance these things out. Yeah. You've got somebody who the two people are two roles, but you come together. And I think yeah. sometimes that that's what we needed more of is like someone who's just straight up the leader mm. as opposed to like a little bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I can be wrong. I'm not going to claim to know the best ideas about business. I, mm. I don't, I'm, <laughs> I'm still winging it, you yeah. know, but, I'm, <laughs> but, um, so like everybody's kind of done this separate ways. And so for me, um, even early on though, I've always wanted to kind of, always expand because mm. um, for us if our best thing going right now is, is that you know when you get the most sales when you run to a convention mm. and then you get some off sales off of that convention mm. and then there's like in between times especially during the winter times there are no there are really no cons during the winter yeah um, like very few and 
Um, there's like a there's like a lull in that mm-hmm. till like springtime again. And so for me, it was always I've always tried to like think of ideas of like what to do mm-hmm. um, during those periods. And like I've always thought about uh, even early on, like which is always annoying now because <laughs> I'm always late to things. Like if you talk to anyone, like my school teachers uh-huh. or like you know like in productions in school and stuff like that. I always did things late, but I always had the ideas early. Uh. <laughs> and so, like, I wanted to do, like, I wanted to do videos way earlier. Yeah. I wanted to, you know, do, and I think a part of it was because I was so into tricking culture and martial arts tricking. Yeah. And we were always, even early on, trickers were way into video editing and software. Yeah. And, like, creating content mm-hmm. and I think that's a big part of why I think the way I think <laughs> and why I was probably ahead in a game way earlier Cause yeah, like, yeah cause... remember like back in the day <laughs> yeah like we were all in on that before YouTube yeah before YouTube was a thing we were all about this yeah <laughs> and, I, and I I almost feel like we all shot ourselves in the foot if we really think about it <laughs> we were ahead of the game way ahead of the game before mm. you know all these content creators, we were doing that shit that, back in like, you know, 2002, 2003. 2000, really? Yeah. Like in the nineteen, like the late 90s. Yeah. 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 We were all about that. We were making YouTube videos. We were figuring out editing uh-huh. software. Um, we were like, we were sharing way before everybody else was sharing. Like we, you know, Napster was still, Napster and um, LimeWire were still like <laughs> yeah. a little bit of but we were like, how do we study samplers? Oh shit, I'm a Mike X. Mm-hmm. Canada. Yeah, would Mike X. Jeez. server to like get yeah. all the samplers together. Mm-hmm. And so like, I think that's why like I'm always mentally I'm always ahead of the game. It's just me like pulling the trigger has always been behind. The but production. I've always wanted to do podcasting mm-hmm. in some form. I've always wanted to do that even early on. Mm-hmm. Um, vlogging videos i wanted to do early on mm. and so like um yeah I've, it's digital space has always been like a thing for me um i've always one of the things i always paid attention to is how uh content creators on instagram and twitter mm. kind of like blow up yeah and like what are they doing what are these things that i need to be doing and it's like one of the toughest things that i noticed and I think they're talking about it way more now mm-hmm. that I find interesting is that they're, it's tough to constantly come up with content. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and like constantly like it, it burnt. like these guys who are like making like thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Making the money. Over. Yeah. 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 And like, it's only now that they're like really focusing and really thinking about it and worrying about their mental health mm-hmm. but like i i was struggling i still struggle trying to figure out i what can i do to like do um constant engagement with fans mm-hmm. without losing the fans because like it's always a battle because i'm always looking at the numbers yeah is the numbers if you if you like look at our facebook numbers compared to like um 2014 like our peak was probably like 14 15 16 17 mm-hmm. no probably like our peak fans and like we were like 
on Facebook and like we had like you know thousands upon thousands of fans mm-hmm. I think so you we, have, you have an audience there at this point you know yeah we we had an audience and it's always a trouble to like keep that audience you yeah. wanna keep those um, people like who connect with us social media wise uh-huh. versus people that come to us at cons yeah. Cause you wanna, you, you don't wanna be stale. Cause if you're doing the same stuff, people aren't gonna buy your shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that is a, yeah. Making content is a struggle. Making constant content is a struggle. Cause that's why I like, for me, I kind of like doing this as a hobby. Um, cause I don't know if I'm able, if I have the capacity to be able to do this full time. Just cause like, okay, I gotta think about you know making constant content. Then I gotta think about like. What can I do different? And then, like, I didn't. Even th- I'm not even have yet to make like. I'm still have yet to make like some sort of shirts or anything. And I kind of want to do that, but I'm like, that's another you know facet of like making content and keeping them in that sphere of like you know you either they're they're watching your stuff, you're they're listening to your stuff, and then the ne- the last stop is you know trying to keep them in that bubble of buying your stuff, if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, it, and right now, like, I'm just I'm just focusing on like. You know what can I do with the time that I have, and and you know as right now as I'm doing it as a hobby, um, it's it's not that much time, but whatever time that I have, I do have that I got to use that time to the best of my abilities. While you know, of course, doing you know the the, the daily life, you know, you know working a job, you know, you know being fo- you know being being there at the marriage, that sort of thing, and you know you can't yeah. can't put that in the back burner because then those will you know be you know. Uh, be negated on and like you know bad stuff can happen that sort of thing so like you got to balance all these things now now if i'm trying to do content creating as a full-time job like that that's that's a whole that's a whole nother thing um so like i i enjoy this aspect of kind of just keeping it as a hobby but seeing where i can maybe push a little bit more on like maybe on the hustle side of like maybe there maybe i'll, I'll come out with some shirts or Maybe I'll get some gigs or whatever, or some sort, and you know, do some videos on like some, some companies or whatever. Like you, as something, as somebody that's creative and making content, you're kind of thinking about those things. So like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. I'm just nodding and smiling. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So like, yeah. No, for you, for you, Gabe. Like, yeah, you're on, you're on the business end. But I do see that you do. You've done a couple things. You did like, uh, like a, a couple podcasts, like a couple, maybe a few years ago, or like you just there was something that you were maybe guesting on podcasts. I was trying to do uh, make a podcast mm-hmm. earlier mm-hmm. Um, last year, and. Um, it was basically Chris was still in um, Massachusetts, okay. and like even though he's left, he's always been connected because he's my best friend. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, even even if he left, he's always welcome back because I yeah. Without him, I would not have this, mm-hmm. and he's like my best friend, and yeah. he's like my little brother yeah. forever and ever. So yeah. No matter what I do, For he's sure. always welcome. He. He can do, he can do no wrong even when he does wrong for me. <laughs> so so he and then um, we had um, um, one of my friends from dance. Mm-hmm. Um, we were kind of I always wanted to kind of make a podcast around the gaming nerd otaku space, mm-hmm. and I just I I I knew in my head I wanted. 
to make sure it was important to me to make sure that it was two guys and a girl because uh-huh. I don't want to feel like it's only our perspective on things. Uh-huh. And like, especially in, in nerd space, it can, you know, it can get toxic. You can like, you know, think like assholes. And I, I want to make sure that it's not just us being assholes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, look, look, this, this girl, yeah. she has the same asshole idea too. So Bounces out. <laughs> yeah. And like, I wanted to balance it. And so I was trying to do it, but it was tough. Hmm. Um, to to match up everybody's schedules because yeah. I at the time I was the most free in uh, terms okay, of scheduling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And also it was tough because um, I was actually going to studios. We were actually going oh. to like so you know Staples the store. Um, uh-huh. Do you have Staples over there? I don't think so. No. Okay, so Staples over here is a uh, it's kind of like a office. Oh, oh wait, wait, Staples. Yeah, 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 no, we do have, we do have Staples here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's based out of like New England, Massachusetts type stuff. So they started reformatting Staples, and now they're like a multimedia type really? office. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. So um, over here, they started putting podcasting spaces. Oh, in their Staples. what? Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. That's cool. Um, and so we were kind of like really once again. <laughs> Early on, and the concept <laughs> maybe just started. Yeah. You know, like, I was like, wait, wait a second, what are you trying to use up? Yeah. <laughs> so we were like really in, early into that again. Mm. God damn it, what? <laughs> <laughs> early on everything. Hey, um, hey man, as long as you get the early, as long as you have, so like maybe you can find a way to like get them early and then like project, okay, I'll put this out like in advance, but. It'll be kind of new when it's yeah. getting into the sphere of people's like minds and stuff. Maybe maybe you can fi- like so configure something there. It wasn't early podcast world. It was just early because Staples just started doing them. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. like, you know, at least in New England, from what I can tell, mm-hmm. um, podcasting spaces are very far and few between. Uh, okay. There's like three places I can think of off the top of my head, mm-hmm. and like anything else was mostly like you had to rent a, like a. Like a music studio space yeah. to do a podcast, and like th- those were expensive and all that stuff. Yeah. So, um, but I was trying to do something with them. Um, I've danced around earlier with podcasts. Like Chris had actually done a podcast with Brian mm. re- years and years ago, and they were decent, but they like I, I don't think they just stuck to it. And they probably would have done well had they stuck to it they they were they were telling me that they did do decent numbers years and years ago yeah they just it was also earlier in the podcasting like kind of sphere so Mm -hmm. i don't think they like really thought that it was like something you could make money off of they didn't thought right right um and they 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 had a lot of friends and like you know they 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 had fans Mm -hmm. and stuff but they purely for fun and so like but we've all like always like podcasting ish we're mm-hmm. trying to always multimedia yeah always trying to advance the culture advance our different areas as I, usual yeah i can i can totally see like you know in terms of like cobra Kawhi as a company like you know if, and if you guys are like splintering off to doing other stuff i mean who's to say that you guys can't coll- collaborate and and you know you know promote whatever they're doing and then at the same time get some promotion on your end um and then yeah just 
just start doing like yeah, that's, that's always, I'm always thinking like what is the best way yeah. to um, expand Cobra Kai mm-hmm. and like where where like is streaming is it uh, I I know it can't be streaming for me mm-hmm. just because I don't play enough games mm-hmm. I am I would have, literally have to hire somebody to go play games for me because hey. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Yeah, I'm I mean... like, <laughs> like, like legit. Like, I want, I want, I wish I could be a streamer, but my problem is like, I work. Yeah, and work is like, I work late, and then I well, not late. I work, and then I go do martial arts, mm. and then I come home. It's like late, and I'm tired. And yeah, I also Uber too, so it's like I have like technically three jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre Corona, and so like. <laughs> Yeah, streaming right. is super hard. Like I still, I only finished chapter one of Final Fantasy VII, the new one, and I had that game since it came out. Uh huh. <laughs> and like, <laughs> like, it's like, it's fucking Tony Hawk's gonna come out. And yeah, like, I know, I know, oh, man, yeah. dude. Of course, I'm gonna want to play like, that. I to play that game. That's my problem. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I play fighting games. Obviously, like mm. I just, I have every. Fighting game. <laughs> That's not a Street Fighter. So or Mortal Kombat. Dude, I got I got to tell the story because um because we're both related in martial arts tricking and we were both there for Luke Kicks Camp 2005. Uh, so when two Luke Kicks Camp started, I was I was the one. Me, it was me that was bringing the video games to to whatever like the yeah. house or hotel wherever we were at. Um, yeah. so 2005, Gabe comes, Gabriel comes, and you know he's. He was, he's talking, he's talking, he's talking like, oh man, I'm the best at Tekken. Like, oh, so like, and that was the previous year I was, you know, taking everybody out on Tekken because they weren't like hardcore, you know, playing like, like me and you were. So it's like, okay, I was expecting, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to run this camp. I mean, for me, I'm, I'm going to run this camp. Nobody's playing as hard as I am. And then Gabe comes like, yeah, no, let's play. Let's go. So, <laughs> so we're playing, you know, uh, you pick, I believe you were picking, uh, Brian, Brian, Brian's your guy. I was picking like Law or Huang, like whoever, whoever it was, uh, I was using at the time. I, I was, I always go through the rotation, like Law, Huang, Eddie, you know, uh, Jin, that sort of thing. So I think we, we went back and forth. Like, I, I, was it like a first of five? It was like a first of three or something. Uh, we were, we were going back and forth. The very last match you won, right? You won. You won the match. And like, all right, like, I'm out. I'm done. I'm good. And you left. I was so heated that I wanted to run back. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck are you going? You need to come back here. But he left. He already left. He already left. And he went to his hotel room. I was so mad. I was just sitting there, you know, hello, darkness, my old friend. I was so mad. I was like, I was like. Fuck this guy! I don't care. I can't, I can't stand this guy, man. He just straight up left. I wanted the run back, dude. I so wanted the run back, but like, yeah, that was. That's not. That's that is definitely not like me. I I must have been like. I don't know. I don't know what it was like. We were. It was at the end of training. Uh, you know, at the end of the day. You know, all of us relaxing before either before dinner or after dinner. Yeah, yeah, it was it was around that time. Like it was the last end of not the last day of training, but like we were finishing training that day, and it was either before we were gonna have dinner or it was after dinner. And then I was like, "Yo, get everybody, let's play, let's play some Tekken, let's play some video games." 
Now, you caught wind of it, and then, yeah, you came, you did your thing, we went, we went back and forth, you got the last match, and then you straight left. I'm like, what are you doing? Wait, I gotta do this again, I gotta play again. But yeah. the reason why I, I, I ran is because I was playing Brian, and I know <laughs> I was constantly playing Steve. Oh, uh, yeah. Learning Brian. And I was probably learning. Um, you were playing. You were playing. You started off with Steve, and then you ended it with Brian. I do remember that. Yeah. So I, I, I probably the reason why I ran away is because I was surprised that I won with Brian. <laughs> I know um, I had learned a combo with him. Yeah. And it was. Uh, what was it? It was like down forward four. Uh huh. Um, rising up like two. Something like that combo. Uh-huh. I, I need a controller that likes to do it. It's hard to do it in my yeah. head. But it was like it was like it's basically he does a leg trip. Yeah. And off that leg trip, you kind of you punch bleep trip and you and, and then it, it, like you juggle jumps him. into like yeah. a combo. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I know I was spamming the fuck out of that when I first learned it because uh-huh. it it's so like sneaky. Like you you can come off of like one two. Yeah. And go into it and like one two one and go into it. And mm. It was like it was so, and back then. It was like it also expanded into like this. I think Tekken Four it let you expand into like a ridiculous like eight string combo and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So I think at that time I was like I had just first learned it and I was like all about that fucking combo. And so <laughs> yeah. like I probably was like oh I got him I won. That's it. Gotta go. Gotta go. I can think of. Oh man, yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. You can ask. I think yeah. You can ask Eddie if you remember Eddie. He was when he was there. Like I was just like, I was just sitting there. I was just silent, and then I kept playing. I play. I think I was playing by myself after. I was like, I was so mad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I remember that. I was, I was starting to remember that combo now. Go ahead. So uh, T versus C. You know what I'm, game I'm talking about? Which one? Um, which one? Uh, I can't remember what the P stands for, but it's basically that game that has uh, Gacha Man versus Capcom characters. You know that one? Uh, Ta- Tatsunoko versus Capcom? Is that the yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus Capcom. Do you okay. remember that game? Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't play it myself, but like I've watched it. But yeah. Okay, so you see, did you see the retweet that I did? I haven't, I haven't looked as of right now. I haven't looked yeah. at any of these. I, 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 I haven't talked to anyone about how ridiculous this is. Okay. So, in that game, someone like I guess someone was recently playing it and they just realized this bullshit. <laughs> so, in the game, the wall bounce distance changes in the original T versus C, yeah. depending on whether the game's in. Four three ratio or sixteen nine ratio. Really, there's tech there. <laughs> yeah, someone retweets it and goes, "Imagine playing a set with somebody and they counterpick the screen." <laughs> yeah, like no, I want, I want, I want four by three. <laughs> oh my god! Oh jeez! I'm laughing so hard. Uh, so she's like, "What?" <laughs> it's nuts. Oh my god! I'm gonna ask if they if they changed on like online, but I don't think anyone really played online with mm-hmm. it back mm-hmm. then. Yeah. But imagine like you did that online. Oh my god, that's so uh, funny. Dude, I would, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. Either there would be some scrub quotes. I feel like there would be a scrub quote there. 
<laughs> like either us going back and forth and like somebody's gonna be a scrub quote there quotes is like the greatest thing ever <laughs> yeah for sure i love I, going I there wish I, shared, I, I i should have shared a lot more scrub quotes especially when i was still playing um xbox era uh-huh. fighting games uh-huh. because uh i've kind of like fallen off on that like but when i was playing xbox era I got the most beautiful scrub quotes you will ever see. Uh, in your I can, life. I can I've imagine. Did, I've had my life threatened. I've had yeah. my Xbox <laughs> <Yeah>. threatened. <laughs> so many people are butthurt. Yeah. You, know, you know how much hate I get? I used to get actual voice messages from people. Really? the most dirty scene ever. And I wasn't that great. That's the funny part. That wasn't that good, but they were just so seriously <laughs> hurt by my team yeah. that they would just like yell, send me voicemail <laughs> of just crying, yelling on Xbox Live. Oh gosh, Damn. yeah, it's the funniest thing. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can I can check back on my PS3 and see like all the Street Fighter Four uh, messages I would get because like I main Guile like and they're like, oh, you Sonic boops, Sonic boops, Sonic boops. Like, well, yeah, that's his thing. If you can't get around it, then like, what am I supposed? You want me to like go easy on you or like just let up? Cause... <laughs> I played Steve and I played the Tekken Tag Two. Uh-huh. Tekken Tag Two era, and what I would do is I would just play Steve. I wouldn't even play Tag. And, oh like, really? <laughs> people would just get upset, and they were like, "I think they they thought that I thought so little of them." They <laughs> used one person. Yeah. And that's not what I was doing. It's just that's legitimately the best character I can play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't really learn other people except for Steve and Brian. <laughs> I didn't learn shit about anyone else. It yeah. had nothing to do with my. I did not think I was superior in any way. But they you just it. you just had a Steve. Yeah. <laughs> like you do the same shit all the time. Like, yeah. well, I don't you beat me. Yeah. <laughs> Why you yeah. Learn, learn, Steve. <laughs> Learn the matchup. It's okay, you know. Uh, it's like it's like Daigo, uh, like trashing Bonchan, like that recent video. I don't know if you've seen it. They're playing like shoot, so they're playing Street Fighter. Yeah, they're playing Street Fighter Five online, and you know, Bonchan's like, you know, like you know, I, I won Evo, and then Daigo's like, yeah, that means nothing. That's weak. That's 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 easy wins. Like I was like, damn. And Bonchan's like, okay, I'm gonna go then because <laughs> he's so, he's so defeated. <laughs> He was bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's play Mahjong because you have more skill in that than uh, than Street Fighter Five. I was like, damn, Daigo, this is evil. <laughs> this is Satsui no Hado, uh, Daigo. But uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's funny, dude. That's funny. But yeah, okay. So as as we were going back to the topic of making content, like, uh, just I'm trying to re- retrace retrace the steps. So like. Um, have you have you done any any like collaborations with your, your your friends that have kind of moved on from uh the main Cobra Kawaii? Have you done like stuff with so, them? Like everybody, Chris is the only person that's kind of like still in a artsy kind of field or okay. even in the con space. Okay. Um, Ryan, Amanda, they're just parents right now. Yeah. Um, you know, like they've they got a little TS maybe. I basically see them for like. And they invite me down for uh reviews to watch wrestling stuff. Oh, okay. Occasionally, and like, so I get to see them occasionally. That's cool. Um, Amanda, 
she does crochet. She's like really good at crochet. Mm. But she does all these really cool crochet stuff. But okay. Chris is the only one that he ended up working for a friend of ours who does uh, um, rents out arcade equipment to like conventions. Okay. Um, yeah, so, and so he's kind of like that. And I'm the only one that's really kind of stayed in this kind of like space of the mm, business type of space yeah yeah okay yeah. okay so at, at this so like at, we listened to like some of the struggles and like you could you want to expand but like you know you had the ideas early and but yet they come out too late sort of thing you want to do like other like types of content and, and that that sort of thing um i mean any any i mean any type of struggles that you're dealing with in terms of like maybe like maybe right now that you you're able to like you know talk about like any type of struggles that you deal with in terms of maybe pushing right now creativity um right now corona i thought this whole corona thing was gonna be like when i go to like just sit down i was like oh i'm gonna create so much shit yeah then i was like oh i have bills i need to pay what the fuck am i gonna do <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I, like I told you before, I do an Uber part-time. Now mm-hmm. Uber is actually my full-time job. Yeah. Um, because I I just had, I have a lot of, I have credit card debt. Yeah. And so like, um, so like, you know, people are always like, oh, you can, you can, you know, you can pause that credit card debt. It's like, well, honestly, this is probably the best time I could do to bring my credit card debt down. Yeah. Because I can kind of focus all that money on work mm-hmm. on that. Like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not yeah. spending my money on, like, going to clubs or mm-hmm. conventions or anything. I'm not really buying anything except for this weekend because I was an idiot and spent $100 <laughs> on wrestling tees. Oh, it's okay. Have- there was a sale. <laughs> a- AEW, all or nothing. <laughs> I, honestly, it was mostly because of uh, – the Owen Hart shirt. Oh, um, uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Owen Hart shirt and the money from that shirt goes to the, 100% of that profits go to the Owen Hart Foundation. Okay, okay. So, yeah, so I, I, I was buying that and then I ended up buying like the Death Triangle, which is like Pac and the, the Lucha Brothers. And uh. I bought you know, <laughs> my future convention drinking shirt, which was like the, uh, um, oh, what is it? The, the, the party, whatever the, the two black dudes' names are, I uh, forget. House party? Something like I, that. I want to say, but I know that's wrong. Yeah, it's probably wrong. It's like that's that's what's coming up to me. But yeah, I, I, I know the 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 non uh, street profits guys. Yeah, <laughs> not street profits guys. <laughs> Not not to disrespect them, but that like really like when I see them like that's I just see, see like street profits. I that's what I see. That's to me though. <laughs> no, <laughs> private party, party, private party. party. That's, that's it. That's it. I was like, okay, just make, yeah, yeah miss the word. But um, so like basically, uh, because I'm doing full time Ubering, I get to focus all that money on it. Um, and I'm kind of like bringing my debt down. Okay. And um. Well, I've been doing that, and then my biggest problem, though, because of Corona, is kind of like it 
really it kills my creativity mm. more than I thought it was gonna do. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of weird because I didn't expect it. It was something that, that just kind of like, kind of, I guess it maybe it's just like I'm tired a lot. I mean, you got, so, you basically have like three jobs as, as you just mentioned. Yeah, I had three jobs and then now I have just one full-time job. Okay. But it's a full-time job that you're honestly just very lethargic because you're like sitting all the time. <laughs> and that's literally what I do for like eight to 10 hours is I'm sitting in a car driving around. Yeah, yeah. And um, but also like my energy, because I'm very, very like empathetic and like people take my energy a lot. It, oh, like, yeah. My energy no. goes and so like I'm like you have to like kind of have this you know uppity beat you gotta like mm-hmm. actually give a fuck about the customers or they yeah. give you bad rent. yeah um, I mean I mean, we're all in de- we're all in defense mode right now like with all this going on like yeah. me at work I'm like usually usually I'm more like yeah happy like more friendly towards being friendly but now like if you're not wearing a mask if you're getting too close to me like I, I come off as a dick cause like it's just like I gotta be gotta take care of myself because either you're not wearing a mask or you're just not being, you know, six feet of distance, that sort of thing. Like, I have to be that because we're living in this time and we have to w- still work while we're dealing with, you know, all this all this COVID stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, one of my big problems, my two big problems is people are just assholes more now yeah. <laughs> uh, as passengers. And so, like, I still have to put up, uh, up a happy face yeah, or if yeah. they give me, like, I, I, I like would go like I've gone months like almost a year not getting a one and like I got two ones within like weeks of each other I only know why I got one of them hmm. a lot of the bad ratings I don't even know why they gave it to me but the one I got is because I gave him a lower rating because he was constantly changing the route uh-huh. like this is the route they track me and uh-huh. make sure I'm like not being weird and he just kept changing it on me uh, and he okay. what was going on. And he was like, oh, they, they charge you more. I'm like, and I did want to fight him on it, mm-hmm. but it was just like very, it was 100% a retaliation because I didn't give him a, a five-star so he gave me a one. It was mm-hmm. just like bullshit. Yeah. And then oh, my other problem is because I guess people are just ballsy about what they do now. Yeah. Um, I've been, I've not intentionally been involved in <laughs> driving drug deals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going to a hotel. Yeah. You're in a hotel, and it is like anywhere between twelve thirty to two o'clock. Oh wow! Oh, for five minutes, and yeah. you go back. That's a drug deal. I've been to a like in the past couple of weeks, and it's like <laughs> that like sucks because I would never ever intentionally put myself. <laughs> in the way that I was like a participant in any way of supporting someone. Dude, dude, that's a skit. That's a TikTok. That is anything like content. That is something that you like, you should recreate like the dark side of Uber or whatever. Just like ride sharing, that sort of thing. Yeah. I am the total getaway drug you, you just record you just you just make these skits like just have your friends like you know just be characters and and just do the whole thing <laughs> it's like five minutes later it's like oh that was a drug deal time to go <laughs> yeah 
Oh man, I would I would love to see that as a video. Like just yeah, I would love to see that. I would laugh my ass off because like wow, Gabe's telling me that this is super real, <laughs> and I just saw this. I just saw this somewhere, you know. Yeah, that yeah. Keep put that in the bag. Put that in the bag, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, another reason why I think uh, my my creativity is really off is because um, my puppy wakes me up early. I uh-huh. used to, my wife used to do that, but because I'm home, mm-hmm. like actually home now. Because I used to, I would go to work at like ten o'clock, and uh-huh. so I really didn't do puppy stuff and then get ready for work. Mm-hmm. But now I'm home. I do that, and she gets me up at around eight, and I'm not a I'm not an eight o'clock person. Yeah. But I also, um, before I go driving, I make sure I work out because if I don't do that when I when I before I go driving, I'll never work out. And so like yeah, for me, I am a at risk person okay. for Corona. I have uh, oh, asthma, okay. uh-huh. uh, and I have a lot of allergy issues that are related to my asthma, mm-hmm. and so like. Those kinds of things can clone it, it attacks your respiratory. So a lot of there's some stuff saying that the asthma actually protects me, but most things say that it puts me in danger potentially. So I, the only thing I can for sure do is kind of like keep my body in check. So in the mornings I am either I, every other day I go running for a couple of miles. Mm-hmm. And then between those days, I go uh, go uh, lifting. I bought a bunch of gym equipment downstairs. Put them downstairs. Okay. I've been doing that, and so I get tired, work out, go Uber, mm-hmm. and then come back home. And I'm like, free, creatively, my brain is dead. Yeah, like you're done for I, the day. I want to do stuff, but it's it's surprisingly. For me, it's like creatively drains me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we all, yeah. No, no matter what what the routine is or the schedule, um, it's like you have to find the time to do it. And if you have the energy, great. If not, I mean, there, there's always tomorrow. But like you know, you're just pretty sure you're in the thinking like you want to get it done now. But you know, it's 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 gonna be a battle yeah. every single day. Um, but yeah. yeah and like for me, I'm like I'm a late night owl. Like my creativity usually comes at late night yeah. when I want to work on stuff. But I also now it's just like no, I can't because I know my puppy's gonna wake me up. Yeah. And like I also have to be on point with Ubering because I'm like somebody if like your tiredness hits you, mm. I'm like I don't want to be the person that like falls asleep while driving. Yeah. In the middle of the afternoon because I've had those moments where like it, the tiredness hit me and I like. I literally had to take a nap, like yeah, in the yeah, car, yeah. and somebody else because I knew I need to like whatever energy I had, it like went away, and I had to like recharge for like an hour or two. Yeah. And so I I have to like I keep an eye on that too, and I just, it's it's tough to like balance everything and yeah. want to. Yeah. No, that's for sure. I I understand, and I mean, me as 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 a you know having having this relationship for years, like I'm. I hope you can find a way to, you know, be able to do the create creativity stuff at the same time while still having to do what you need to do in your, your, your real life, you know, with all the jobs. So, but yeah, um, you know, as we wind down, um, as we're, you know, continuing to talk about, you know, making content, like if there was somebody out there that's kind of interested in either maybe doing maybe the same path as you were in terms of like either 
just hitting up the con scene and you know start making like you know apparel or just being in that culture like what sort of advice would you give that person in terms of like whatever they may whatever they would want to do in, in that aspect like basically they say they want to follow in your footsteps like what what would type of advice that you would give that person or people out there i would say kind of there's a couple of different things you can kind of say figure out what your thing is going to be what's going to be the thing that uh, is your niche what's going to set you apart yeah um we kind of lucked out and the fact that we were very early in on this game mm-hmm. and so no one had anything like ours yeah um and unfortunately the one thing that kind of comes about that is being popular in you know being ahead of the game is people copy you mm. and so now you will you can take our shirt ideas and like stick it into we will never claim we invented these phrases mm. no ever 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 um there's very few shirt phrases that i've actually invented or i like I've been definitely the, one of the first ones to stick them on shirts. And mm. one of the things you'll do is go onto Google Images and you will see straight up bootlegs of our shirts. I've and seen like, it. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. There's like legitimately bootlegs of our shirts. And so, um, and like also bigger companies, I'm not going to say any names. Brian's <laughs> with Pop Pocket. <laughs> they, store, they, they, they've definitely taken some of our ideas. Mm. Uh, come on the shirts, but like, you know, it, it, we were lucky. We we come up with a niche, mm-hmm. and now it's kind of like my job now is to keep the ideas fresh. I can't, I can, I can, I can't stay in the same space. If I'm gonna stay in the same space, you gotta figure out ways to do it differently. Yeah, I can't put the same shirt out twenty different times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> figure out what other things within the space do work. What, how do I make this design better? How do I make these shirts maybe more intricate? Yeah. Um, I, that, that's my niche in, in kind of like the space. I found a niche. I found an audience. Now I got to keep it going. Um, one of the things I, you got also, if you're in it, keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't, I know some companies do it, but, I cannot. I recently, this was something that only recently hit me because I never noticed it. And I think I was doing, I was kind of lazy in my designs and coming with a new design or like I just didn't print out new stuff and Mm -hmm. I thought I could get away with that. And I actually had uh, some people come up to our table and like who were fans and it's like, oh, you know, new stuff. And they were really disappointed. Uh, And that killed me. Yeah. I never, I never had that before, so I never like, like, it's also weird for me to say I have fans too, mm-hmm. and, and <laughs> that's like a very weird concept for me because uh, no one ever notices me. It's very weird mm. to like do stuff that, and like you can literally say you have fans and people that and I'm mm. disappointed in me because they spent money on me. Yeah. Like, it, it's the coolest thing in the world is to be able to get it is wearing. And they're very, very happy about what they're wearing. Yeah. And, like, they, they, like, people tell me, like, a lot of times, like, oh, yeah, I love this stuff. You know, I, I like, 
I need to buy a new shirt because I got I burnt the hole in this shirt. I've worn it so much. I'm like, <laughs> that is one of the coolest, best compliments will, someone will ever tell me yeah. is that they wear my shirt. So nowadays, these shirts are like indestructible most of the time. So like, cool <laughs> through with dirt, you have to wear it the fuck out of it yeah. and walk the fuck out of it. <laughs> yeah. so that's one of the coolest things to me. But um, That's cool. Um, find a niche. Um, ask questions. Constantly mm. ask questions. One of the things that we did really early on is we kind of lucked out the fact that we had a lot of friends that were and coworkers that were into screen printing, mm. which as odd as that sounds, like, you know, if you're not in the right space, you may not even have that kind of like connection. Mm. But we lucked out in the fact that one of our coworkers when we worked at uh, the warehouse he actually screen printed, so Chris actually learned how to screen print from him. Oh, okay. And then my best friend in uh, growing up, uh, his dad actually owns a screen printing company, and it's the whenever the Patriots actually win like the champ AFC championship and stuff, mm-hmm. they're the, the company that actually. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I lucked out in that. So when I, I, I early on, I would go to those guys, especially when before we kind of got our setup that we currently have, mm-hmm. we would like, you know, get back from them. And then one of the guys there that's not Derek, that's not my friend's dad, um, the other guy, he would, uh, he was kind of, he's been around since the early nineties, maybe late eighties mm-hmm. as a, in the company or screen printing. So he would give me a history lesson and tell me all these different things. And I can ask him questions. Like, hey, how do what what's the process to do this color? Is mm-hmm. it possible to do this? And like, what what can I do with this? And like, he I would always constantly ask him questions, and like he helped me out a lot with like how to what these kinds of different setups are and different like types of ways to like learn and you know see what what might be the easiest way for me to um, kind of keep going with it. Yeah. Uh, so always ask questions. Yeah. Um, be prepared to lose money. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no one ever does one of these companies um, kind of without losing money. Um, if you're going to kind of do it as a company, um, look into where the cheapest place to do an LLC is. Mm. Uh, I'm in Massachusetts. In Massachusetts, an LLC is like $500. Hmm. But had I known this ahead of time, I probably wouldn't have done it in Massachusetts. Yeah. New Hampshire, to do an LLC is like $200. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Like the difference between us in Massachusetts and New Hampshire for an LLC is like a, a, a third the difference. Wow. And so, just another nickname for Texas. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, um, if you're going to do do it, do it right, do it official, mm-hmm. um, get your shit together. Uh, conventions, are, if you can get your shit together, conventions are super easy to do. Um, they want your money. They yeah. want to make it as easy as possible so you, they can constantly take your money. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these conventions, when you set up an LLC and you get your LLC, you get your little tax ID and stuff like that. <clears throat> you do that. Like you, 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 you know, get your PayPal ready, you get your cash ready. Once you all do that shit, 
set up, they will help you. They they more or less have walked you through the process of paying the taxes to the state. Okay. So if you do not pay for those taxes, it is your own fault because these conventions have helped you. They give you a whole packet. Mm-hmm. They will give you, hey, just fill this, this, and out, and send that money into the state, and you're good. That's it. You know, and, you know they they're 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 all about it. So get that if you want to sell shirts at conventions, it's it's. It's not the hardest part is honestly just getting into the convention. Once you get that, that mm. everything else is pretty easy. Okay. Um, be prepared to either sell out or not sell anything. Mm. Um, so come up with a variety of things. Yeah. Um, I've honestly one of the best stages I did early on when I took over is kind of like using my Instagram as a tester. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, oddly enough, um, especially now, I get more sales because of Instagram than any other place. Oh, uh, okay. um, Facebook, you get inter- interactions, but I look at the data and the sales are directly coming from Instagram for the most part. Okay. So I use that as a gauger for uh, what I should bring. Mm-hmm. So I like my two biggest shirts I, I did, um, one I kind of had a feeling it might do well. The other one I had no idea it was going to do well. Um, so one was, uh, so, the, you know, you know um, the phrase like Netflix and chill, right? Yeah, yeah. So we all know that phrase. Yeah, so there's a kind of anime version of that that's been floating around for the past, like, two years. Mm. Is uh, with Senpai. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I um I took that phrase and I kind of I made a shirt like I found the like Netflix kind of thought mm-hmm. and I stuck out a shirt um and that blew up um like and then the other one is uh so um JoJo's Bizarre Adventure has kind of like gotten a big push in here because they did the re- they re the anime mm-hmm. it's funny i knew about jojo way early in the anime game like in the early 2000s like yeah. i knew about jojo i actually owned the like bootleg of the oh. ova <laughs> like i don't know what year because i was like really into bootleg anime before i even got to convention so mm-hmm. it made it be like from 2000 or something okay um so there's a phrase his IPO. Yeah. And so um, I stuck a kind of like a, a, a picture of Geo mm-hmm. with like a, I think I have like a red square background under it. And I got under that, I have a, the, the phrase in Japanese. And I was like, oh, it, it seems pretty decently popular. Like mm-hmm. the, it was a meme right now. It was a meme. That's also a big thing. It's like I take ideas from memes, yeah, and I pay going on the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I I did that and I put it on Instagram, and it was doing pretty well. And so I was like, oh, maybe uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take some to the convention. It was that was a, that one I wasn't hundred percent sure on, but I like made a small batch, kind of like experiment. I'll try it out. Mm-hmm. I pulled out like within I want to say the first day I was wow. there or. Over there and sold out. That's cool. And it consistently has sold out. Uh, 
for the past year. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it, you you be you gotta be willing to like take a risk. Yeah. Is you don't have to go all in. You know, if if you sell out, there's definitely gonna buy something else. Mm-hmm. That's one of the kind of tricks I learned um, talking to other people, other you know people at cons is uh maybe brian actually told me this and like i really paid attention to what brian told me this was like even though like they the shirt they wanted is not there mm-hmm. you know offer them the shirt because they're more likely to buy another one because they're like really into your stuff in yeah. some way um if not you can just offer them the website but um mm-hmm. you know they but you gotta be willing to do that risk um pay attention to what's going on I think sometimes we can get in our own heads and think our ideas are the best and the only ones. And, you know, sometimes they are, sometimes they are. But I, I'm i not going to say that I watch all the anime anymore. Um, <laughs> very, uh, over the years, I've definitely honed down my taste mm-hmm. of what I like anime. Um, the things pop up, like Say Your Name or Say My Name, I think. Um, that was a movie, like, uh, that was the one that I really liked. Okay. And I probably wouldn't have, like, watched that unless I, like, people had recommended a bunch. Mm. But um, I pay attention to the memes. The memes are a big thing of why I did that JoJo. I was like, mm. oh, these memes are blowing up. Uh, you know, JoJo's, like, really kind of, is anybody that phrase kind of, like, with beyond anime a little bit? Like, mm-hmm. people. Yeah, yeah. People use it beyond, use it for, like, a GIF uh, response, you know? Like gamers know it. People like who kind of in the nerdy space but don't watch anime know that phrase. And yeah. So like, it, it's one of those things that like, oh, I'm being idiot, not sticking yeah. out a shirt. And and, and, that, and and paying attention to memes only just makes sense if you're trying to grasp like what people of today are talking about. That just makes sense. Like so to put an anime twist into it, I mean that that's that's a good idea that you have there. So, yeah. Can talk to each other. Our generation and Generation Z, we're the two generations that are very meme-heavy cultures, mm-hmm. and so it's it's important to <clears throat> pay attention to that. I'm not gonna, I'm not grabbing Generation X for most likely. I'm grabbing my generation mm-hmm. and the one behind me. Yeah, and like we're very closely tied, uh, and that's why like politicians always mix us all up. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Us for the shit that generations need us. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I, I want to pay attention to that stuff. I also pay attention to what's going on in the media. So, mm-hmm. Tsunami. Yeah. Tsunami Adult Swim. What is the anime that is coming out in Adult Swim? Because the anime that comes out in Adult Swim is 1000% where you're going to see at a convention for like, you know, all the cosplays. That just makes sense. Oh, yeah. it's on Adult Swim. Oh, it's coming to Zuko cosplays. You know, yeah. you know, like. <laughs> so I, I have like. Demon Slayer, that one actually didn't do so well, but mm-hmm. funny enough, is like, it's it's such a subtle thing. It literally says Demon Slayer, and like, and maybe in Japanese too, uh-huh. and it's like, it's not like it's not blatantly anime, but it it's in such a design that if I get people, I get more people who compliment me on the design. <laughs> that are anime fans uh-huh. have no clue. Anime fans. That's a cool shirt. I'm like, oh, I, I guess I designed well. <laughs> there you go. Cool. Yeah, you gotta you gotta experiment. You gotta yeah. be willing to take risks. You gotta be willing. You gotta set yourself up so you're not in debt 
if you do take risks. Mm-hmm. That's a very important. Yeah. One of the things that uh, I struggled with is not putting myself in debt because I want to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's not working, it's not working. You kind of maybe take a break, maybe you reset yourself, or yeah. maybe you else. But don't, this thing is not worth being in debt for. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. That's a lot. That's a, that, all that is all good advice. It's all great advice. If you're looking to yeah. kind of be following in the steps of like what, where Cobra Kawhi is and, and trying to put your own foot, you know, footmark in there uh, as well. Uh, but yeah, Gabriel, thank you for, you know, being on here and, and just talking shop and, and, and talking a little, some, some fighting game memories and tricking memories of um, just all the stuff that we, we've osmosis have, have been in together um, and I I appreciate what you guys do at Cobra Kawhi. I wish all the success for you guys, uh, especially during this time. Um, and um, yeah, I'm always rooting for you, man. Always trying to retweet it as much as anything Cobra Kawhi as much as possible. And and yeah, man, just want to support you. So I really appreciate you uh, for being on here. Thank you for always being around and always being a supportive friend. Thank yeah. you. It's very. It's honestly one of the cool things is to see you kind of doing this whole like you know podcasting and yeah. like you know promoting and like you're always interactive in social media and I I I, I support it and it's really great and even if we weren't like really good friends I would be all about it yeah, so yeah. I'm like thank you for always being there. Oh man, yeah, of course, of course, and if there's ever a chance, I want that run back. <laughs> I want that run back if there's ever a chance. Uh, well, you know, actually, first one, I need, I need to get Tekken. I need to get Tekken. I, as you, because you were shocked that I didn't have it. I had need to get it, but like my internet sucks. That's is that the same thing? Like that's, so it's almost like it's not worth getting Tekken if I'm not gonna be able to play you on a good network, you know? So. Everybody's internet sucks on Tekken. Yeah. So like, if there's ever a chance, if you're in, if, if I'm in your area, if you're in my area, I, I, I want that run back. I want, to, I, want to first, I want to first of 20 just so we can get that set. Okay, we did all the matches and and yeah. <laughs> but yeah, whenever there's a next time, we'd love to just play fighting games with you. If there's if there's ever a chance that we can like do a video on it, I would love to do, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll hit you up, you know, try to do some collaboration of some sort, you know, on that end. So yeah, Gabe, thank you for uh, just being on here, just talking shop, talking about Cobra Kawhi. The humble beginnings, the struggle, the hustle. I really appreciate you uh, being here, and um, yeah. So you guys, if you guys want want more of these type of episodes, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter at Marco Polo one seven seven. That's my personal Twitter, and at Nerd in the Bay is the official channel uh, Twitter that you know sharing all the videos and uh, content that we do. And Gabriel, uh, as you can see on the video end, is at Cobra Kawai with a K, not a C. Uh, Cobra Kawai. Mm-hmm. Uh, two eyes. Um, and yeah. Um, is there anything else you, you want to plug in particular, or is that pretty much it? No, like you know, like it's we are Cobra Kawaii on Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter. You know, all the small communities. Um, hit us up if you, you know, if you listen to this podcast and you you hit me up and like, hey, I heard you on the Nerd in the Bay podcast. I yeah. can hook you up with a little discount oh there you go know. awesome there you go there you go oh, i might do that <laughs> shoot i've been meeting i've been meaning to get a shirt you know since my birthday's coming up too so 
Hopefully we can get, get a shirt sometime soon. <laughs> All right. Well, Gabriel, thank you for just being on here once again. Uh, guys, you can find us on Anchor. Uh, it's, let's see, anchor.fm slash open bar for content creators. That is the address for the audio end. And then on the, the video end, you can find us at uh, Nerd in the Bay, the YouTube channel. We do a variety of videos, not only video game stuff. We try to do uh, co- comic discussion, anime discussion. I've been meaning to do those ty- two, two type of videos since I've been, you know, since I'm not going anywhere. I've been watching more anime and, and been reading more of the comics. Uh, we do martial arts uh, you know, content. We do a, a, a variety of things because, uh, you know, doing just one strictly one thing i would go nuts but you know uh as human beings we're all different and all uh, different and all all sorts of aspects so that's why we do a variety of things on nerd and bay channel and yeah once again gabriel thank you for being here and we'll see you guys next time for the next episode season two of the open bar for content creators podcast uh take care guys and have a great day peace